0: Hello, it's John Smallwood and Edward Bow. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, today we're going to walk through the most recent relief bills and we're going to give our perspective on what we think is happening, uh, small business, how we should probably think through this and approach it uh we're going to look at some of the impacts of this stimulus has had on the markets over the past um in the in the uh control panel you you will see there's a spot where you can ask questions if we have time um we will uh we go. I got to share the screen. There we go. The slides are up. I'm making sure that my slides are up. Answer questions there. If you ask the questions and we don't get them answered, we will follow up and review those um, and get those answered. We also have three handouts uh, that we put in. Today's slides are available in the handout section. In addition, um, I found a couple of... uh, guides from the, the Chamber of Commerce and uh, from on the stimulus bill a few handouts that I thought were important so I put them out here um, and if you have anything to add that I missed? No you got it all. all good. All right so getting, getting started and advance my slide there we go. So basically what we're seeing right now are three stimulus bills that have been put out in phases. The first phase a few weeks ago, basically provided about 8.3 billion in emergency aid. Um, the second one was more towards family leave, etc. cetera. Phase three, what was finally approved on Friday has a tremendous amount of content in that. I spent the weekend reviewing it, trying to understand the impact on the small business, large business, um, et cetera, and how this is going to help us through the time that we're in. I hope everybody and their families are safe as we go through this. This is an interesting time um, in all aspects of life. Uh, Staying home sequestered is very difficult. Thank God I had the office building to come to. I was just trying to add a little fun to this. um, What we're seeing is there's a tremendous amount of coordination. The Federal Reserve um, on March 15th, in addition to all this, put out the interest rates down to zero and launched a $700 billion um, quantitative easing program, which is basically pushing money into the markets providing the liquidity that is necessary to get things back on track. What we saw come out in this latest bill, and I think this affects pretty much everybody that's on this um, today, is there is a one-time stimulus check coming out per adult um, up to about $2,400 per family. We're seeing Unemployment benefits extant, extended and an additional $600 uh, per week to every person for the next four months who's on the unemployment lines. Um, $500 billion um, to help distress businesses, cities. Um, in there, there's aid to help the airlines. Um, but there's basically 425 of that is earmarked to go to places that are gonna need the most help, which I think is really um, great. There's 349 billion in small business relief, which I think is really interesting and valuable for the business owners that are on this call today. Um, The rest of it down below is pretty interesting. The bottom line here, the withdraw $100,000 from the IRA and be able to repay it over three years without incurring any penalties or tax payments. We'll dig a little bit deeper as we go into this, but what I wanted to do was also mention that the worldwide coordination, is unlike anything i've ever seen japan germany france italy spain the uk everybody is coming together with stimulus loan guarantees pushing more and more money into the economy to keep banks moving to keep businesses moving to keep people paid by keeping people paid that should keep the economy moving forward which is really an interesting thing when you look at it in the world, I don't think we've ever had a more coordinated effort from a fiscal and a monetary and people coming together to really band together to protect our way of life and more importantly, to protect the economies, not just so much at the global region, but at the local level. And I think we're all really getting a firsthand understanding of how important every aspect of our of our society is from you know every part of the economy the gyms and the gas stations and the pizza places and the local businesses are a thriving component of what we do every single day and i think sometimes we've taken that for granted as we look at it um, having all this access to everything and all of a sudden when it's restricted it gives you a little bit of a different perspective. Um, In the first phase, student loans payments were waived for two months. Um, Now, student loan payments are waived up until September 30th. Um, Required minimum distributions have been basically removed. Nobody has to take a required minimum distribution out in the year 2020. Um, which is interesting now, we all know what a required minimum distribution was under the old tax law, that when you hit 70 and a half, if you didn't pull out the required minimum distribution, you would get a 50% penalty plus having to pay the tax on that distribution. In the SECURE Act that was passed at the end of the year, they pushed the required minimum distribution back to age 72. Um, so giving you an extra two years, the penalties are still the same, but now in 2020 and the intent is really allowing the market to recover on those IRA accounts. Many of us need the requirement of a distribution to meet our everyday area, but it's interesting as to the government allowing that and saying you could take the year off. In addition, They've expanded the 401k loans um, for the next 180 days, which typically you can borrow 50,000 from a 401k. And typically there's a five year repayment time frame. They've expanded that to hundred thousand um, dollars. Each one of these has a pro and a con to it. So when you take this in context of your own personal financial plan, you need to understand the ramifications of that. That may seem like an easy place to go to borrow more money from the 401k, but again, it may be something that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on you in the long run. Specifically, I haven't seen anything that addresses um, termination of employment because typically if you lose your job and you have a 401k loan outstanding that loan has to be repaid immediately and or it's taxed subject to potentially if you're under age 59 and a half, that that is subject to a 10% tax penalty. So that could be a trap that could catch you. This latest provision with drawing $100,000 from an IRA and being able to repay it three years with a zero tax liability initially sounds extremely compelling.
1: Um, I, I a lot of noise. I'm barely moving, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, we,
0: so what we looked at is what qualifies for this distribution, because this is something that we thought initially would be quite an interesting uh, plan, and that you have the ability to take this out, somewhere between now and the end of the year. And as I went through the checklist, anybody that's diagnosed with the disease can actually do it, a spouse or a dependent that's been diagnosed, anybody who experiences financial consequences as as a result of being quarantined, furloughed, laid off, or having worked a reduced amount due to the the, uh, COVID-19, who's unable to work because of childcare, uh, who owns or operates a a business that is closed or has operating hours reduced, and who has experienced adverse financial consequences also. Um, But the IRS has not come out as to what that means, but pretty much everybody is gonna get impacted by these six factors. So think about this. You could take out that $100,000 out of your IRA not pay the tax, not have the 10% penalty, but now the pressure is on to get that money back by the third year. And if you don't get it back, you will pay the tax and the 10% penalty in those years. So if you're gonna use this provision, you really wanna understand the pros and cons of it before you do it and look at what other alternatives do I have that won't put that much pressure? Because I can see as I thought about it, I could take the money out now. Great. and then then I got the pressure to put that back. and I'm not sure where I'll be in year three to get that money back into the plan. And then, if I can't get it back, then I got to pay the tax, which puts more pressure and a ten percent penalty. So you got to really think through this law, but I wanted to make you aware that it is here, and it's quite interesting. Um, If, you know, there's business losses that you have to think through your balance sheet also or your profit and loss, if this year you are going to have some tax losses, it may make sense to revisit the Roth conversion. It may make sense to simply cash in the IRAs and take advantage of the tax losses if you're a business owner and you're going to have them but we will know better by the end of the calendar year, whether or not that's gonna happen. Um, As far as the stimulus packages go, uh, people collecting social security will be eligible for them. Um, But basically you're gonna get $1,200. They say it's gonna come out within the next three weeks. My understanding is If you've done electronic filing with your taxes previously, where you paid your tax or got a refund, the IRS has those bank uh, accounts on file and they will repay that. Um, If your income is $150,000 or less and you're married, you could expect to get $2,400. As you go over $198,000, it is completely phased out. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, it's going to be nice to see getting that. Hopefully that comes fast. Um, I think it was interesting in the law, you have the unemployment help and Ed and I were talking about this earlier today to kind of get some clarity on it. Um, depending upon your state, depending upon how much you were earning, depending upon they the unemployment benefit that you're gonna get. In New Jersey, the maximum unemployment rate that I looked up over the weekend is $713. On top of that, you would get another $600 in benefits for up to four months. Um, So that, from an economic standpoint, should really help out a lot of families who have been laid off through this work, um, through through this crisis. Um, to provide that stability to their weekly cash flow, and we were talking about it in certain circumstances, depending upon how the math works. if you're eligible for unemployment because you've been laid off, well, some of the math that we were calculating is that the take home pay would be almost identical, if not slightly more, with this six hundred dollars boost than it was prior then then why you were, we're working right that's the way we did that kick that ed right that's like you could actually receive more money depending upon the math that you do.
1: yeah we we're we're trying to come to grips whether there's a cap on it or not but uh, this is what the the held up the bill last week in the middle of the week when the unintended consequences that you potentially would be making more um but i think they just kind of just push that to the side and get to get the bill p- passed through. So. so
0: a lot of people could actually be bringing home more cash flow for the next few months. Um, so that's great news for a lot of families. This is something that I thought was really um, a, not a great outcome in the bill. In your In your paycheck, you get a... A withdrawal for FICA, which equals 6.2% of your pay up into about $137,000 of income in 2020. Your employer also matches that at 6.2%. My original understanding of what they were trying to accomplish is that they were going to let the employees not pay, you know, not have that 6.2% withholding but that did not make it into the law. And this 6.2% that is here is simply a deferral. So as an employer, the way I'm reading this is if I have $100,000 of payroll, that's $6,200 of FICA, but I'm deferring that and I have to pay it back half of it by next year, and half of it by the following year. And not—it's not, it's not, it wasn't a forgiveness, it's a deferral. So that could create a lot of pressure in my future cash flow. And then when I started to think about how this is happening, and what I want everybody to know is the amount of information that's gonna come out over the next few days and the amount of clarity on this is going to be overwhelming. Um, you know, there's so much information. There's a lot of misinformation. So a lot of what you're reading is not a hundred percent accurate. Um, I found a lot of inconsistencies over the weekend, as I was reading stuff, different, uh, news medias, etc. you know, things haven't changed. That information is not always hundred percent accurate. So what we're trying to do is give guidance. We're not hundred percent sure of how all this is going to work. But when I went through this, the 6.2%, you could defer it, but when you look at what's going on, and I'll come back to that in a second, part of this phase three bill is there's $349 billion worth of loans to small business. And in that small business, a business owner can get two and a half times their monthly business expenses, that includes payroll, employee health care, mortgages and or rent, utilities and debt. And when you dig in, if the person's payroll is over $33,000 per quarter or 100 grand per year, the amount over that 100 grand is not included in this calculation, but if the FICA is covered in that expense what I can be doing here is I can take let's say my let's say that those expenses on the payroll are the payroll the employee health care the mortgage the rent the utilities and my debt cost is hundred thousand dollars per month just use it because it's simple math I can get up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a loan that if I keep all my people employed for the timeframe, I can get that loan forgiven completely. If if my workforce is reduced by 50%, then that loan, I'm gonna be responsible for half of that loan and half of it could be forgiven. So when I think through this, the FICA deferral and this seemed to be inconsistent and i there's probably be some clarity that will come out um, on this but i would lend towards all all small businesses regardless of whether or not you currently have a decline in uh business or whether you've laid off people or not i would definitely begin applying for these loans because in in the in the in the loan review or in the in the detail that i read if i hire back all my employees back by june 30th of 2020 that gives you know so let's say i i laid off everybody today and as long as i hired everybody back by june 30 i still could qualify for the loan forgiveness so it's interesting there's a lot of little um um nuances and how this is going to be paid back. What I put here in the resources, this was an interesting link that gave a link to the top 100 SBA small business administration uh, banks to go and get the money from. There's a list there. And the idea would be to start filling those out. I had a few people over the weekend reach out to me. They had already started the the process where we can help you organize some of that information in your plan. But that was a really good link to the the people who are going to be lending that money. Supposedly, there's a whole bunch of reduced uh, red tape to get this through as well. Cause we all have had experiences or know somebody that's had an experience of getting a SBA loan and most people look like their hair is like the back of mine. It's just, they pull it out after that experience um, cause it's slow and hoping that won't be the case here. Um, I think what's also that what, what I see, I just want to go back the, to this other page is there's a couple things that are in this law employees of employers with fewer than 500 employees who have been on the job for at least uh, 30 days can actually take 12 weeks of job protected leave related to having the uh, virus two weeks of paid leave at regular pay rate pay continuance of at least two-thirds of the regular pay after that which brings me back to If that's the case, as a small business owner, you actually want to apply for the loans because you, under the regular pay act, you'd have to continue that. Employers get a tax credit against the social security tax equal to the sick and family pay leavements. So that's a, if I understand a credit, it's not a deduction, a tax credit is a dollar for dollar reduction in the amount of taxes paid. So there's an incentive that the business owner can receive for making these payments. A deduction is if I have a $1,000 deduction and I'm in a 30% tax bracket, I basically save $300. But if I have a $1,000 tax credit, I actually save $1,000. So I need to get more information on this. Um, I think that's a really interesting possibility that we may see depending upon how the models go and the the virus go um so there's a lot of information here um the sba lenders i think are are their websites are up they're staffing up they have a lot of people i received a few emails um from some of our strategic vendors over the weekend that they were up and ready and they were ready to go with streamlined processes. Um, if I look at them, I'll send them out. Um, but really interesting um, times. So what I wanted to do for a second is I wanted to jump back. And last week we had Dave Dowden uh, from uh, the Mainstay Tax-Free Bond Fund that we have in our portfolio as a portfolio, a portfolio discussion about the liquidity Um, and what was going on out there. For compliance reasons, we're not able to share the replay of that from last week. Uh, Unfortunately, too much red tape in doing that. Um, But I wanted to talk about what we saw happen is that with all this quantitative easing and all of everything that we saw, this was the chart that we used on the 20th, which is where we saw all of those fixed income positions down dramatically, and we saw, for example, uh, the mainstay, the Mackay Shields Bond Fund was down about 7.3, and this, I believe, was a calculation that we were doing for year to date, I believe, I forget what the slide was, but what we saw, what I wanted to show was that you're starting to see the signs of the, the liquidity coming back into the bond market and pricing becoming more normal, what you can see is there was a direct uptick in in those bond funds. You're seeing that, if I just go back to the page now that you know what you're supposed to be focused on, you're seeing all of these numbers have come out of the, the, the bottom and that the fund values have been increasing and the liquidity is increasing, what the expectation is that as we go out over time, I would continue to believe that we would see with all this quantitative easing, with all this you know, coordinated uh, government stimulus, the amount of money that's being pumped in through this most recent uh, stimulus package to keep employees paid, which keeping employees paid, I had a conversation over the weekend at with my kids at dinner which I can't remember the last time on a Saturday night that I actually had dinner at the house at home with three of my four kids Um, and we um, actually had the opportunity to uh, go to meeting in my son and his girlfriend who are out um, and we all kind of ate together and we talked about it but we started talking about economic principles and I brought me back to, uh, I believe it was the first macro economic class that I took, which was the velocity of money and the money multiplier effect. Um, and basically what it said is money in motion creates a healthy economy. And what we've been seeing is that money has not been in motion. And my belief is that the stimulus package puts keeps money in motion, which means keeping people paid, they'll be able to, make decisions they'll be able to buy groceries to buy food to shop online to do a whole series of things so i'm excited about the stimulus that's out there
1: what we're also and, starting to see and if that- i can add you know we we saw a rebound in the, in the muni market last week uh really across the board i, I think the mtbix is basically pretty much flat for the year um We saw there's a muni fund index uh, that actually rebounded very sharply. Uh, There was a Wall Street Journal article uh, this weekend talking about the Fed is particularly uh, taking notice to municipalities and everything. Obviously, they're going to be under pressure with what's going on in the world. So, um, so we're seeing that reaction right now to, with the municipalities and, and, and hopefully they're going to be able, you know, be backstopped to a certain degree. So that was that was all good news. So, and, uh, you know, and the other thing too is the Fed had talked about uh, basically backstopping uh, corporate bonds and asset-backed securities, uh, which were kind of like the, the credit card companies and, and personal credit debt and um the the mechanism for them to start being into the market was supposed to happen I believe today or very early this week so um the perception is that everybody's kind of sitting back waiting for the the fed to kind of set this up and be part of the buy side and uh so we're we're literally looking at that part of the market to make sure we see some you know the rebound coming up, and we already have as of late last week, there were a couple uh, pieces in the portfolio that were, they were coming back on that fixed income side. So, but, you know, we are monitoring and looking at it and we're going to see how this turns out. And, you know, we've seen this in the past, uh, you know, of course this time is different as everybody says. Um, but when you have dislocation, you have dislocation and we have the fed stepping in to provide that liquidity, which is a big thing in the market right now. So I just wanted to add that.
0: Yeah. Great, great, great point. Because that liquidity, and that, you know, that ability, this is that same chart that we've been running for the last three weeks. And we're seeing that, you know, the March 26th, you know, is kind of bottomed, it's actually coming back up. Um, so we're starting to see that the stimulus, um, the confidence, despite having increasing numbers of people that are getting infected, et cetera, that the confidence is increasing in the markets, the liquidity is, is creating a better opportunity here. Interest rates continue to drive lower. Uh, this morning, um, I think the 10-year Treasury uh, was down at about 0.64 as I started the, uh, so the interest rates are staying low. And what I wanted to, again, kind of come back to is, Everybody that is listening to this is going to get some sort of benefit from the stimulus packages directly, okay? The business owners are gonna get some needed help to keep their employees paid to keep their projects running um, and people will have paychecks. So what we're seeing, and then if you go back over that list that was earlier on, And Ed brought it up. There's a tremendous amount of aid that's going to go directly to the state and municipal governments from this act. But in addition to that, this $425 billion that they're kind of holding back, from what I understand, is they're going to be able to to direct it to the locations, cities, states, businesses, et cetera, as they see over the next few weeks where the cracks and the pressure are. So hopefully that is deployed in the right manner. And as that is deployed in the right manner, as I fast forward through the slides again, we'll see the bond market continue to, to rally back up, get back to that defense measure that we are at. Um, and what we're seeing is, you know, when you look at what's happening, is it, this chart is the year to date returns of basically the asset class, large value, large blend, large growth, mid cap value, small value, mid cap growth, and then blend. And what you're seeing is that the value side of the equation, which is driven by the bank stocks, and now the oil stocks are down dramatically. When you look at it from a standpoint of the the current price to earnings ratio compare as a percentage to the 20 year average, the opportunity happens to be in the value area of of the stock market. So as we look into the next few weeks and we look at the asset class charts, this was year to date as of, I believe this was as of Friday's close, I think it might've been Thursdays, you're starting to see the fixed income markets come back up. You're starting to see the high yield space come back up, the commodities come back up, that this infusion should bring these markets back up and bring hopefully the returns with it. Um, so I wanted to just simply put out that there's a lot of information here. There's a lot of um it is there's a lot of questions. Um, If one of the questions that I see if the IRS does not have my um, bank account number, what should happen? They typically, if they mail you a refund, I believe that they would default to a mailing, not 100% sure on that, Um, but we will be checking with our accounts to see if that is the case um, on that area. And again, you're going to be hearing more from us over the next few weeks. We're finding that the webinar methodology works well, providing a lot of information and then getting on individual calls and understanding the unique dynamics that each individual has is is always an important time. Um, Anything that you think we should be putting out, anything that you want to have more information on, anything that... Is important let us know there'll be a email being sent out afterwards to the attendees uh, we plan to do a replay of this webinar have it available on the website but also make it distributed back out through the email list so that you're aware of it at um, any final comments before we
1: leave no, I mean, you know, looking at the next uh, month or so, th- there will be volatility out there. Um, we'll, we'll get some, we'll get some more news and information about what's going on around us and in, in, in the country, and um, I'm sure there'll be some, you know, big some big down days, and there'll be reactions to that. So, um, it, it's it's to be expected at this point. Um, I just feel like we need to get through the next month or two um and and then we'll have a better direction of where we're going so um that's just my 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 opinion Just state that um we did talk about i think the president talked about it last night that if anybody's involved with the the unemployment system um they're letting the states handle that portion of it for the time being um He referenced that if there seems to be problems with that, that they may step in and get at least, I believe, the $600 uh, per week out themselves. So just a little tidbit on on that. Um, No, I just uh, I I think these are interesting times. Uh, (laughs) We'll be looking back at this one day. It's pretty historic. So um, but that's it. Just want to make sure everybody stays safe and stays well.
0: Yeah, and in that closing, Ed, you strike the conversation that I had over, you know, that we had Saturday. Um, we have to believe that our, with all this global coordination, um, Dr. Burks, who is on the president's uh, team, I think I'm saying that properly, I heard her have a conversation about it's the first time in the history of any of these, you know, the flus or any of the past areas where the amount of information and how it's being tracked, they've never tracked the information in and in how people are catching this virus this way that they've done. So what she was saying is that the amount of information that they're going to be able to derive from this and the amount of insight that they're going to derive from this is unlike anything that they've ever experienced. So she had very high hopes for the future. And as I started to think about markets and the fear that we've seen over the last month, um, that all of this coordinated effort, all of this information, the stimulus packages to, I was talking to a client who we were talking about the 8.3 billion that was going in on the first round is a lot of it's going to research and out of that research uh, in, in the history, in the pharmaceutical area, there's so many wonderful byproducts that have come out of that for other diseases and other controls that I have to be very optimistic at this point in time that with all of this coordination, all of this stimulation, all of this worldwide coordination that, this should be a low point, And hopefully we look back at this a year from now and say, do you remember when I can't believe it? Um, and that a lot of good things have happened. A lot of good things have come out of it. A lot of bad things will have come out of it also, but hopefully we can focus on what's working and how these changes are gonna impact us. I know for my own personal self, Um, You know, very grateful for the relationships and everybody and and all the wonderful conversations I've had over the last month with all of our clients and friends and family. So, again, thank you. Look forward to seeing everybody soon. Actually, like to have a big party and hug everybody soon, too. I miss that, you know. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. You Welcome to the end of the video. Smallwood Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative. The opinions expressed by Smallwood Wealth Management and guests on this show are their own. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice, information presented for this educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume that any discussions or information presented serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized advice from Smallwood Wealth Management or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments or investment strategies. Smallwood Wealth Management is not a law firm or an accounting firm and no portion of this presentation should be interpreted as legal, accounting or tax advice. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Thank you for listening.